Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. This is Anthony Robbins host, The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. This is Anthony Robbins host, The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. So we give y'all real, real noise. <laughs> I've been lying for so long. I've been lying for so long. <laughs> Believe me, I'm probably a porno, pornoologist. We cannot continue to deny women or minorities access to a system that has everything but their input. You are now Yeah. I've been down so long, it look like up to me. They look up to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me. Straight up to my Oh, wee. Man, who you telling? Hey, man, this is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, 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 blah. I'm really to get to this podcast. People don't even understand. I'm telling you. Everybody was like, I heard people hit me up and it's like, oh, you and Esther, she your co-host now? No, she not my co-host, but I'm going to have on this bitch so much y'all going to think she is. And anytime I want to address something real, I know to go to Esther, man, because the job is going to get done. Man, anytime. Now, you were telling me you went to this event. I heard about it with Amari Hartwick. I knew the thought bags would be out there. When Artesia called me, that's my girl, and when she hit me up and said, she, matter of fact, she sent me a screenshot, and I was like, oh, shit, you know, Ghost going to be here. You know, goes from power. And I was like, how many hoes going to turn out for that thing? Because I'm a guy, and I'm like, that nigga body is impeccable. Oh, it's so lovely. He's chiseled. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. I mean, just him as a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. Amazing. But, uh, yeah, so it was at the DeSoto Male Leadership Symposium. Mm-hmm. Um, this is their third year doing it. And so uh, me and Fee would like to. At radio, got a chance to do interviews with, like, um, with him and just all of the other um, session leaders, yeah. and he was a keynote speaker for the whole event. So, it was so much fun. You guys can check out the interview with him on our, I think it's on our Facebook page, Live Chat Radio. Oh, so um, y'all, Live Chat did an interview? Yeah, That's we did dope. an interview with That's him, dope. man. It was so crazy. Uh, you know who Ro Parrish is? Yeah. Okay, so we started the interview out with Ro, mm-hmm. and so we were talking to him, and um, and man, Amari walked by. He was like, Amari, come in. Like, come in the interview. So, he came in, and we ended up talking to, to both of them for like a whole 20 minutes, man. It was it was pretty phenomenal. That's dope. Man. But this is so here's the side thing. And this is this is only what I heard. I didn't actually see this chick, but mm-hmm. this is what I heard. This was this is what was going through the grapevine is that this chick came up there in a wedding dress. Oh shit. And uh was basically like, you know, that's my husband. Like she was sitting in the car. I don't know if she I don't think that she actually came weird. in cuz we were like we were positioned right by the front doors. Yeah. Um but yeah, like she was like this is my husband. Like the Lord told me. I'm like, "Ma'am, you need to go revisit." The Lord didn't tell you that. Cuz he loved his wife. He does. and I think that his wife is really pretty. She's like, pretty. She, she but gets, they were clowning. They were clowning his wife. I mean, of course, you she know, because she's Caucasian. Black. But. Well, they clown because she's Caucasian, and then a lot of people was like, "Excuse my voice, listeners. I'm a little bit under the weather. That's why y'all haven't had a podcast in about a week and a half." But right. I've heard people talk about that. But you know, I, I did a radio show with Just Saying Radio. Shout out to uh, Rachel Marie. 
um, who who called me in to do the podcast with her, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just talking about how social media can affect your relationship. Yes, it can. And he has to be a strong man because they dragged her, her like on last year when it really the pictures came out when he was doing his tour for Power right. coming out for its second season, mm-hmm. and his daughter was there and people was talking about it. And he went on and he tweeted and he was like, "How insecure and how hurt must you be?" To attack, you know, to attack a woman who's done nothing but love me even and my child. You don't even her. know her. But I've even dealt with situations like that where you date a woman and people see your girl and they be like, "You could do better than that." Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like, "She ain't ugly. What you want me to date?" Like what? The most beautiful. You just mad women, because I'm not dating you. And I just That's said this basically. yesterday on the other podcast. I said the most beautiful women are the most insecure women because they are seen and treated as things. Mm, yeah, instead of people. That's interesting. And then, not to be funny, I've been saying it all the time. Big girls got the most confidence. They they do. I mean, I'm a big girl. They got the most fucking confidence. Yeah. And niggas, they be like, oh, not to be funny. Did you see like with Jesse Williams? You know, supposed to be getting a divorce from his wife. No. And people after five years, he's supposed to be getting a divorce, and it was like rumors of him being out with some white woman, which probably is bullshit, or maybe it's a friend. But you know, when we Why see people, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. But everybody so was like, what? well, he needs another. They was like, that he need. They was like, it's good that he's getting divorced because she was. He was probably too much. For her to actually keep, like he's so attractive, mm. and there's so many women, like he needs somebody on his level to where he ain't gonna be looking around and looking all around. They was together almost eight to ten years. Like, yeah, they don't. I she don't did something. That, I mean, at right. some point, like looks really have absolutely nothing to do with whether you're gonna stay in a relationship or not. You and could a, be with the finest person on God's green earth and not work in and a, a relationship. Divorce, but a divorce, also, to me, in my opinion, divorce doesn't make a relationship unsuccessful. Hmm. You can still what does have it a make? successful. It makes the marriage unsuccessful. I don't even think. I mean, it, you just didn't work out. I mean, it didn't work out, but it doesn't mean because what deter, what what dictates what's a successful marriage and what's not. I think. Well, I mean, success in general is the the realization of your set goal, right? Yeah. So, in when you're getting married, your set goal is to take it all the way home basically like either you gonna die or i'm gonna die yeah. somebody gonna die before we yeah. you know can, well, I can look at it from a perspective of me let's say for instance i think if you have a goal sometimes you make your goals change your outlook yeah, change true. and in marriage i feel like it's a success if after five years you feel like you both are going in different directions and he's man enough to say it and she's woman enough to accept that maybe we're not for each other mm-hmm. to me that's a success to know that hey it's time to clock out how many people we know still in relationships that they really don't want to be there right Right, right. They don't Absolutely. even know why they're that. there. Yeah, I, I totally hear that. I, I still think that, I mean, marriage to me is different, though, because when you go into marriage, you already know what you're doing. You're making a commitment. Like you said, the vows to yeah. death do us part. So yeah. it's not one of those things where it's like I'm coming in here blindsided or like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to give it five years. Yeah. It's not a, a corporate job. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me see if I can get a raise. It's, yeah. a, it's a marriage. So you know that when you go into it, that's the goal. Yeah. It's still dead do us part, but that doesn't happen all the time, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if, if you get to the point of realizing that this is not going to work after five years, and that is growth in itself because now you just know this is not going to work because we're two different people now. So I was talking on the podcast last night, and the, the topic that Rachel tackled on Just Saying Radio was that how does social media affect your relationships? And I was like, hmm. To me, I feel like it only affects it if you allow it to affect it. And that's how I was saying it. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is, like, I've been with my girl six years. be six years in June. Woo-hoo! and I, Yeah, that's exactly. That's a celebration in uh, itself. Yeah, it is. And, and I'm not big <laughs> on celebrating. We're supposed to go to D.C. this time. And I was like, I, I told her, I said, this year we will actually celebrate, that's you know, great. being six together. Because normally she'll be like, oh. That's longer I'm, than uh, several marriages, trust me. That's what I've been saying. 
but we, but 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 we get attacked often. As a matter of fact, you know, I was trying not to jump into this, and I was talking to you before the podcast actually started. <laughs> you no, know that was going to jump. You, you just go ahead and jump in. Go I, ahead. You know, I, we got attacked on social media. Mm-hmm. And if you know my girl, you know my girl is one of the nicest people. She I, is. I don't even deserve her. Like That's I'm so not sweet. even just saying this. I do not deserve her. Mm-hmm. And someone close to me attacked her. And for me, I feel like it was a pussy move. And I feel like it was a pussy move for, for, for three reasons. One, this person was supposedly close to her. Two, oh, this, suppos- this, per- this, per- this person reached out to her for advice. Confidence, basically. Or like, this yeah. person even gave her nicknames and always stated that, you know, he loved her when he was around. Mm-hmm. But now you don't like her. But the only reason that person said that. But in this past, don't like. Huh? Now, you know, to say that you don't like somebody, because yeah. you said that you didn't like somebody. Yeah. That's one thing. Be yeah. like, I don't really like them. That's but, cool. But, but liking somebody for different reasons. Like, and, and the reason this person attacked them, and yes, I know this person as well. But the thing about it was I stated as well that I didn't care for this person's girl. Mm -hmm. But the difference is I didn't care for this person's girl because verbatim, this person told me when they were dating this girl, Mm -hmm. this girl had surgery. She was a fat ass at first. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing wrong with fat people. But in this situation, I don't give a fuck. This motherfucker was a fat ass, had surgery, lost the weight. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they weren't together no more. Mm-hmm. You put two and two together. Now, this is what I was told. This, this is the, per- the person who went through this, delivered this message to me. So, of course, why would I like this person when this person did this to you? Right. Then when this person comes back, I'm like, I know you're not about to do that. And then and this it. person was like, no, nah, it ain't even like that. We just chilling. Six months later, y'all talking about moving in together. Now, I just say be <laughs> mindful. You know, some people just have a taste for disaster. Yes, you know what I'm true. saying. They don't, you know. And this person got mad because I was like, "Hey, man, I'm just trying to tell you, you know, uh, I, I see things not going well." Now, mind you, I've spoken on several relationships with this person, and none of them have worked. Hmm. So when I, you know, when I've had people come to me, and you've even come to me about relationships, and I'm not a relationship guru. My right. shit is not perfect. I fucked up a million times. Oh my gosh, you know too. what I'm saying? And I think that the, when this person came to me, I was like, "It ain't about me not liking the people. I see potential in you." Mm-hmm. And I think you could do better. Right. I think you settle. And too oftentimes people do settle right. because their confidence the and they're insecure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they settle. And and I said this with all love, but, uh, you know, the attack was, I don't like your girl and whatever. And it was just like some high school bullshit. But, the, but again, the attack is, the, I mean, to to say that you don't like somebody, you have, that's that's your right to opinion, right? That is a right you to opinion. You don't have to justify any of that. You, you say you don't like somebody, you don't like somebody. But to to intentionally drag someone through the mud. Go to and, social media and, like a bitch. Yeah. And like, like being on social, trying to hashtag you know, people's names and shit. Like, yeah, and, mess up their I, character. And I haven't responded one fucking time. Good for you. I think that says a lot. I'm only doing it on the podcast because the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. If I want people to be transparent, you You know what I'm saying? This person even went far enough to try to be like 10 girls, one woman. I mean, one man, like, you know, you got women doing your girl job. And I was like, this person is trying to mess up your own relationship. But you know what? My dick game too strong. Here. Like you can't throw no <laughs> words out there and say that. Now, like I, and the funny thing about it is, my girl, she asked me a question about it, and I was honest about it. And I was like, "Damn, this fuck." What they say in the, when when they talking about church, the devil meant it for bad, but God <laughs> meant it for good. Really, really, you gonna say that statement I, after what you? Just I want you. Said. I want you to get real quiet right now. For the people who always try to come at me, go fuck yourself. <laughs> 
you're never gonna win. You're never gonna win. Me and my girl win. are tighter now than ever because you tried to pit us. You bringing us together. together. You bringing us together. Yeah, you ain't fucking nothing up. <laughs> I'm still yeah, you're making it better, actually. My nigga, I am rich, and I ain't talking about financial. This rich. is like a this is like a milestone in your relationship oh, right nigga, now. It's I like, man, we have survived Ooh, social media defamation go, of character. I almost wanted to go buy my girl a ring just for uh, us making I, it through I, this. You know shit. what? I was just sitting here and I was like, I feel like I'm gonna be here in wedding bells in the in the near future i was driving home today and i said this on just saying radio yesterday i literally i'm about to bleep this out but i'm gonna be straight up i was like i literally i was inebriated i'm not even gonna go too far i was inebriated Mm -hmm. and it was two o'clock in the morning and i was sitting on the couch and Mm -hmm. i looked at the tv and something dawned on me about everything that my girl has done for me and i thought to myself She's my best friend. Oh, that's so sweet. But not even for sweet. You know, so many people be like, you know, they get married and they be like, oh, they get married and they be like, I'm marrying my best friend. Right. And I think people say that and they use it in such a cliche way. Right. But for me, I was literally like, it literally dawned on me while inebriated. She's been here when you lived with your mom as an adult Mm. trying to get back on your feet. She was with you when you were still making decent money, but not living in the best apartment. Mm-hmm. She's been with you when hearing about other women. Right. She's been with you when hearing about lies about other women. She's been with you when you've, you know, not even been there when you needed her, when she needed you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I'm, and it makes it sound like I'm not a good guy, and that's fine for anybody to, to whatever. I well, you're a guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah just... and we fuck up. You know what I'm saying? But right. I, I was thinking, and I was like, she's been here through all of that. And she never tried to, to, to attack my character, right. talk down about me. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it is when this person, I've had people bring stuff to me like, hey, man, like my girl got kids mm-hmm. and she used to be married. Mm-hmm. So I had somebody bring something to me and it was like, did you know your girl went out with her ex-husband? And I'm like, oh, shit. You mean that medieval times that time when they took pictures together on social media? First yeah, of all, why are yeah, you telling? Yeah, I knew, I knew about Dude. that. You know how I knew about that? Because she called and said, are you going to be able to make it tonight? And I said, no, nah, I'm not going to be able to make it. Well, my little man wanted to know if his dad could come. Sure. Why not? I trust you. He's, right. And, and, and her, her, her ex-husband is a great guy. Right. So I was like, that's cool. Motherfuckers, don't get mad because we got shit so fucking tight over here. Listen, and communication, we doing shit over honey. Here that you can't even... If, if my dick slipped or a word slipped or if I was somewhere else, she know about it before you knew about it. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you ain't saying nothing because ain't pussy niggas lie. Right, they do. And pussy niggas will tell a different story. So for the pussy niggas that's listening, <laughs> you can't fucking touch me. Shit. Because he protected. Yeah, I'm Hallelujah. protected. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you, <Man>. Father. <laughs> I just did the... the, 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 the uh, you just did the Hail Mary yeah, for the grace. The Catholic, I ain't even Catholic. <laughs> man, oh, sometimes man. when you got favor... It ain't fair, honey. It, it's just... Favor is what, not No fair. matter what you throw my way, it don't matter to me. Sometimes when, when I lose friends, I'm like... I didn't lose a friend. I, God moved somebody out of my life yeah, that man. didn't need to be Absolutely. there. Absolutely, That's exactly how it works. Too. But you know what's so funny? I think the best thing a person can do when somebody attacks your character, your girl, whether they're telling the truth or not, mm-hmm. whether they're trying to spew something that's your truth, I just tell people, always remember that other people know your truth, too. <laughs> now, the person that, that, that ran me through the mud or tried to because they didn't do a good job, you know. First of all, if you're going to do something on social media, have more than 185 followers. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, when you got like 215 followers. If you really trying to make ah, impact. You ain't making no impact. Yeah, is it, it, was, was it even retweeted? That's like throwing a water bottle in the ocean <laughs> and nobody ever is going to see that. <laughs> Nigga, it's a body of water. 
Your shit means nothing. Was, it, was anything retweeted? Nah. Exactly. Nah. <laughs> you, nah. Ain't, you know, and what was, so, no was so funny, my girl was like, I'm about to sue this motherfucker for defamation of character and break him. He ain't going to have no bread. I mean, he ain't got no bread anyway. But, you know, if you want to count. The little that he has. Yeah, the little that he has. You know, sometimes when people, you know, it's income tax season, so people think they rich. Come on. People think but it is, re- and it is, uh, well, it's, all, it's about to be gone. By June, it will be gone if you yeah, don't invest maybe, it right. Maybe right know? now already, actually. Yeah, it's, it's possible. Of, but but this is what you have to understand. I, I'll tell this to everybody. When you get student loans, and you, especially if you get student loan money, mm-hmm. that's not your money. If you get $8,000 in student loans and you, and you, and you, you uh, spend $5,000, mm-hmm. that whole $8,000, you still got to owe that. You, you, you got to pay that back. Yeah. That's not free money. That's There's the, no such thing. Let me let me let me say this real slow. That's the government's money. Right. Sit There's your no ass down. Money. Be humble. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Sit down. Uh, <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Ah <laughs> uh, man. Going. Just keep going. I, I, I just think to myself, you know, I, I try to tell people all the time, I'm not perfect, man. You Nobody know. is. And, you and not tell I, I never bad. even Nobody try is. to be. And I tell people, you can't worry about people questioning or judging your character. Worry about the people who really know you. Right. And the people I mean, really judge, you, you. Have, you need to be able to judge your own character. That's, That's really the only person that matters. Yeah. You know, like you, you need to, we all need to be our best selves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's more about, it's not even about competing with other people. It's about competing with who you were yesterday and last year, the year before that. Like, how are you growing individually, you know? What did you think about Serena Williams? That I, I heard about the Natasi dude who basically. I don't know. T- tell me this story. So basically, you know, so she's different. pregnant. Oh, Serena is? Yeah, she's pregnant. I know and she was pregnant during winning this last Wimbledon. Oh, cool. Okay. Now, it just took let's... black girl magic to a whole nother level. Yeah, to let's beat go. All these motherfuckers so while you're pregnant. About... You know what I'm saying? So basically, I think uh, Ilya Natase, he's like an old, and I'm pronouncing this wrong, I'm sure, but he's like an old tennis player. Mm-hmm. But basically, that's who she's pregnant by? No, no, no. Well, oh. she is, she's with a white dude. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's who she's engaged to. I think she's engaged to be married. I can see that because Serena's a lot. Yeah. Every, every person that she's dated, like. Well, every black man can Every black man is like. I mean, if Common can't handle you, then I, don't I mean, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that nigga's like a godsend <laughs> you know and, and, and so in tune with himself, but even he, Listen, sorry about that noise. He was like, I can't handle I can't it handle too much. It. But yeah, the dude, you know, he spoke out against him. He was like, I wonder if the baby, what color the baby gonna come out? Is it gonna be chocolate milk or is it gonna be whatever else? <gasps> what? You I, yeah. racist a-hole. Now, I don't know what her response was because she responded, you know, she clapped back. But mm-hmm. I don't know what the response was. But my whole thought was, like you said, why is it, why are we so worried about who people are loving and who people are marrying? I'm telling you. I don't understand it. That's because we are, we are very, we're, we're, we're colorblind, <laughs> basically. That's all we see. And color, I mean, usually colorblind is that you only see black and white. But actually, yeah, I feel like we do. We only see black and white. Hmm. We so, don't see anything else. We only see dark and light. I, I literally the other day. Um, have you ever ordered from Uber Eats? Mm, no. Oh yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know they're not supposed to get a tip. You know because their booking fee is the tip. Okay. I always struggle that. with that because when somebody walk, especially you know how getting into my apartment, you got to walk down this Listen. hallway, got to come up the stairs. I got to have my ass pump every time. <clears throat> exactly. So this guy came. Uh, Artiza ordered some food, and the guy came. And when he got here, she was like, "Hey." He's like, are you coming down to get it? She's like, no. I mean, if we pay for a delivery service, you're supposed to deliver it to us. Mm-hmm. So he's like, my knee's busted. I'm like, okay. So she's like, I'll walk down there. And he was like, my knee's busted. She said, I said, I'll walk down there. Mm-hmm. So he kind of got smart before she hung up. And I was like, hey, just for, just for you know, the hell of it, I'm going right. to walk down with you to make sure everything's cool. So we walk down there. When we get down to the stairwell, to the bottom stairwell, 
He left her food on the floor. <gasps> now, the situation of the defamation of character was what? going on in this oh, day. Oh, Lord. So I was so frustrated already. <laughs> like, I, when I say I hit a 4-2 running down that hallway, Artesia said by the time she went to pick the food up, and, and you know my hallway is long. She said what, by the time you, you she ran picked to the, go to try to find to him? find him, and she said as soon as she picked the food up and turned around, I was out the door, and I know I was because I felt like I ran as fast as I had ever <laughs> ran in my life. So when I got outside, I got to the corner and I saw the car because you know on the Uber Eats it shows the license the car, plate right. or whatever. So I, it's parked over off to the side on the side of my apartment building, and it's a white woman in the passenger side, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, this is the car. So I'm looking for this motherfucker. It's night. It's dark. It's like mm -hmm. nine o'clock at night. So I see this big ass white dude like six five. Walking back from the fence, so he must have went out. He must have dropped it off, went out that door at the end of the hallway, mm -hmm. and jumped and the fence up. to come because mm -hmm. he was trying to rush and get back because he knew he was wrong for leaving that food on the. You knew you were the wrong floor. for that. So I saw him and I said, "Hey, bro," I said, uh, "You the Uber driver?" He said, uh, "No, nah, I ain't the Uber driver. Now mind you, I'm a five nine black man. He's six five. And I got your picture on the thing. Don't yeah. that picture show up? I said, "You sure you ain't the Uber driver?" No, no, no. I don't know nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? I said, "Motherfucker, you a bitch. You gonna sit up here and lie about being the Uber driver when your car and your license plate is on this motherfucking shit?" And I looked at his girl and I said, "You should be ashamed because you got a coward of a man who can't even admit to the shit that he's done wrong." I said, "Motherfucker, if you ever fucking leave my girl shit on the bottom of the first floor again, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass." Especially, and did I she said this. Him? Especially, she did. I uh -huh. said, especially being a white man and she's a black woman nigga don't ever leave that shit again because next time i'm not gonna do this shit so nicely so he's like well i didn't do it i don't know who you think you talk i took the food through that shit at his ass and i said what motherfucker he's like i'm sorry i said food. fuck the sorries nigga and i was about that to get baby his, was hot i was Ooh. about to get this nigga the ass whooping that the other person was supposed to get for right. the defamation of character right. you know what i'm saying right a two-piece combo with a biscuit <laughs> and i would pour the gravy all over the whole platter not oh, leaving it in the, in, in the little container so something, but as I was so frustrated, like I heard my mom's voice and it was like, stop, calm down. You and the reason being is I was like, do you know how, when people want to fight, I'm thinking if I would have hit this dude, the white girl would have said assault. They already oh got my, my apartment. Are you kidding me? It's it not been, worth You would have been in jail under it. So actually. for all y'all people out there who's still trying to fight after the age of 30, after the age of 25, grow the you fuck up. Stop. But and you know what, what happens though is in order for you to even get to that, to the level where you want to fight is that it's something else that it's happened. Something, and that's what so it was. Something else was fueling He was about to anger. get the ass whipping that belonged somebody, to somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Somebody I'm talking else about the, I'm talking about put your foot in the ass he was and just walk in, around. He was with just him in the, he just he just put fuel to the fire. In the basically. heat of the moment. It, I just wasn't for and literally when we was walking back in the building. Did I was like, so y'all didn't even so you threw the food at him. So yeah, you didn't even eat. She didn't get nothing to eat. It was her food. Cause she didn't want to eat it. She was like, I'm not eating this off the floor like I'm a dog. Like it was it was on the floor. Even though it was in a bag, it's the presentation of you right. know the, of of what you're bringing to me, yeah, she reported or whatever. But I was like, you know what, I gotta calm down. But it was like after that, I was good. <laughs> you need you needed to I get just, that out. I just needed you to. You should have went to the shooting range or something. But you know, I told you I've been sick, so I ain't really been dealing with right. the weather. But I was just like, you know what, it, it's not even worth it. So for all the people who allow people to get under their skin, don't. The best thing you can do is not even respond. It's so hard. You know what? The best thing to do is that when you when you are are presented with a situation that makes you frustrated, you mm -hmm. need to release that stress. Release it instead of saying I'm good. I'm. You know what? Take I it out on the box. Bother me. Yeah. Take like, it out on that box. Yeah. I'm good, y'all. I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. But you then, know how you get a juice box and you squeeze it like the little <laughs> and it just juice go everywhere. <laughs> That's just... kill that box. <laughs> oh gosh. And she would be fine. See, I ain't really said a lot of cuss words. I didn't say vagina. I said, really? you know, I'm doing, really? I'm trying. I'm trying to do that. Try I'm trying harder. to do that. <laughs> try. <laughs> Just really... try a little bit harder. <laughs> so Amari, man, tell me like, did he, did he have a smell to him? 
He look like a motherfucker who wears some. His breath smell like roses. Hey, I thought you were say his breath smell bad. You know, most good looking people, they breath I smell know. bad. I know, but I mean, like we were so close. But I mean, he he was just a sweetheart. He really yeah. was. Like he was well spoken. He was smart. He you know flowed with the conversation. Yeah. You know, he he he's he's a toucher. So he was like you know, like using his hands when he's talking, and he'll touch my arm. I was like. <sighs> Every time he touched me, I, I, my my little stomach just started fluttering. I'm like, oh gosh. Did you go see Charlemagne at Paul Quinn? I did. Did you go? Yeah, I went. I knew you went. I was I like, I'm stayed, sure he's there. I, I stayed 30 minutes. Why? Because <clears throat> you know I'm a little different. <coughs> Excuse me, listeners. Yes, yes. Um, yes. I need to sip some of this tea, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went, and when I went, first of all, he's shorter than I thought. You know, he he looked like he, he about five short. six, five seven. What is he like? Five two? Mm-hmm. He probably like five six, five seven. Oh, that's what he is. Okay, yeah, got you. I think mm-hmm. that's what he is. But when he came out, you know, everybody was clapping and they stood up and they was just like championing him. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that I was in the right lane of what I want to do because I was like, I love this. Mm-hmm. But um, excuse me. But when he started talking. First of all, I felt like I it was he wasn't saying anything that I hadn't heard before. But mm-hmm. when I saw him, I was proud of him like as if I knew him for right. one. Right. But I left after 30 minutes because I was like, what he's doing, I can't get there sitting here listening to him. Right. I, I was like, it's time it. to go back and grind. So mm-hmm. literally I let he did he, a two hour show. You needed that motivation. I just needed the motivation. And when I I, I got what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted was motivation. Did you get the book? Yeah, I have pre-ordered. Okay, okay. So Are you ready? I, oh, no, is it out I, yet? It's not even. No, out it's out. Yeah, oh, it came out. Um, it came out last Tuesday, I think. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I pre-ordered it, and it's one of those things where I was like, "Damn, I'm proud of him because a lot of things that he went through, I went through." Mm-hmm. And it's just dope to see somebody like what, like to, well, basically, like he sold drugs. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You, sold, you was a drug dealer. If I did for a little bit, all right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Did a little hand-to-hand combat. Oh gosh, okay. I mean, I did. I I did it for a day. Yeah. It's not. It's not a day. <laughs> when I was in, hey. when I was in high school, I was so nervous. All it was in my car. Need, I didn't sell nothing. It just sat in my car. I was like, all I ain't you need is a nigga to see you do it, and they say, "Yeah, that nigga with the game." <laughs> right. That nigga street cred. Don't fuck with her. Leave her alone. You got that supply brimming at work. I was literally you like, just left it in the yeah, car. I could, I could do this. With my boyfriend <clears> at the time, his homeboy. You know, because yeah. you know, you 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 at this good school. Yeah. Like you you can go and do this, make this bread. I'm like, okay, cool. The easy money is in transportation. Yeah, please. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was like, I can't. I'm too paranoid. Yeah, for this. the easy money is in transportation. <clears throat> if you're still on the corner at this age selling weed, unless you're selling like big amounts of it, you fucked it's up. Boring. You need to be on anyway, that 17 th- 5. That's game. not what this is about. No, it's not. <laughs> but if you're going to do it, 17 5 is the way to go. What is 17 5? 17, $17,500 per, uh, per brick of cocaine. Oh. That's why people kill for cocaine. Okay. It's you hear me and them all them rappers saying 17 5? Mm, Seventeen five thirty eight. What is thirty eight? Well, oh, that's the, amp, yeah, the yeah. so it, it's it's all measurable. Like when you you know they like to use numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell too much because for the people who are still doing it, I'm sure the police are up on game by now. I'm but sure. it's one of those things they only use numbers or you know certain phrases mm-hmm. like these. For, not to be funny, when you hear people say things in rap songs, it's not just a rap line. It's like <clears throat> street code for certain things. Right. But you have to know that. That's why they ha- now and, and with the ATF and shit like that and the FBI, they have a hip hop 
not department, but they have people set aside Absolutely. for listening for that, yeah. to that. That's mm. why niggas like when Lil Wayne and them coming out of the, you know, concerts and shit, they getting fucked off because you saying this shit in the game, so they starting they they paying attention to you. It's no different come than on, these dumbass drug smarter. dealers and these he niggas is. fighting on social media and videotaping it. When they come get your ass, you can't deny that shit. Mm-mm. They already you got they got video know. evidence already. You've already given this shit to them. So Crazy. I just think okay, you need but to be so, smart. So about that's that. his backstory. So okay. he used to be a drug dealer and then what else? He used to be a drug dealer. Um he 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 talked about how he didn't fit in anywhere. Mm. I feel like I didn't fit in anywhere. He was like I he was like I tried to run with one crowd. I didn't fit in. I tried to run with another crowd. I didn't fit in. And one crowd that's always accepting applications is a street crowd. Gangs, oh, listen, they'll take anybody. You ain't even got to you ain't even got to apply. It's no, like the ga- gangs or the U.S. On the Army. Spot. Exactly. This is the U.S. Army without signing on the dotted line. So it was that, and then it was the process of going through, like, him not being in school and having a degree. Mm-hmm. He got fired. You know, he talked about how he got fired from several jobs, like, four or five times. Mm-hmm. I went through that, whether it was firing or laying off because I didn't have a degree at the time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of things for me. Like, when I went there, like I said, I got motivated off just knowing where he comes from. Because I already knew his backstory because I've been following him for years as right. a fan of what he does. Right. So I already knew the backstory, but to just see him in person. Yeah. Sometimes, like, you know how as a pastor come in town, if you're a church person and they go to this particular church, like T.D. Jakes mm-hmm. and Megafest, people travel for that shit to hear oh T.D. Yeah. Jakes speak. So it was one of the things where I just wanted to go see him to touch the hem of his proverbial <laughs> garment and go back out and do what I needed to do. Gosh. That's for real. I may name this that. Charlemagne's proverbial garment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, though. But, like, no, nah, it motivated me. And I think that's, that's the thing about me. Like, a you're lot inspired. of times when you're doing what you do, you need that motivation sometimes to keep going because man. you get tired of carrying that. All load. the time, you all the time need motivation, man. Like even especially as an entrepreneur and doing like your own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, looking at, I don't even know what I what it was. It was like a TV show or, or, or an interview actually. And one of the companies they were at a conference, and one of the companies mm-hmm. were saying that he brought like his whole team out. Mm-hmm. But he was like, we do this on a quarterly basis mm-hmm. because you need that type of momentum in the office. You need that type of momentum as an entrepreneur, as a podcaster, yeah. like. You need to be surrounded by something that inspires you because you get tired. You get tired. Well, last you night when I, when I did the podcast last night, the one I did with Rachel and uh, the other name, the other guy name was Anthony Moore, mm-hmm. and I forgot the name of his show. I would give him a shout out, but. I did the show with them, and afterwards, we all talked about how much we love doing podcasts, kind of like similar to me, what me and you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was so refreshing to to talk to them, and they all, they all had their own bullet points. For me, I felt dope about coming in, kind of like you may feel when you come here. Right. When you come here, all you have to do is bring your mind, your open right. mind, in conversation, right. because I already got the content. Yeah. That's what it felt like last night. And I was when I was driving to Arlington to do the show. Mm-hmm. I was like, I called my girl and I said, "Damn, it feels so good to just go sit in the studio and, and chime in to, yeah. and not have to actually do the work behind yes. it to put it out." You right. know what I'm saying? And right. I was like, that shit felt fucking good. It's such a relief. And talking to them afterwards, it was like, yeah, we love to do this and we trying to do this and we trying to do that. And it reminded me of back when I used to be a fishbowl doing a radio show. The team I had air quotes i had like 15 people there for me but it was like they weren't really there right they were they they were coming every week just showing up doing the podcast and nothing against them crystal said it the best from the read she said this is our job other people they was like yeah she was like it's easy for me for other people who like to do this or it's a hobby it's Mm -hmm. easy for them not to put out an episode one week or for a month or come back and do one a month or whenever for people who have a passion like us and this is we look at it as our job it's a schedule we gotta create a schedule for ourselves every fucking day yes like Like, i mean we're very conscious and aware even with live chat radio like we have to set figure out what we're talking about for like we actually have our whole 
probably almost our year plan of like what like even our series mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like it takes a lot of hard work and effort and brain power and sometimes it gets sometimes it feels over consuming where it's just like oh gosh i don't feel like recording today but we got to do it anyway so i was thinking you know because like i said we really don't today's one of those days where i was like fuck notes we're not gonna do notes we just gonna come <laughs> off the cuff we're just gonna talk but i was thinking on the day, iPhone charger yeah 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 what's that the, the iphone the iphone yeah. yeah we're gonna take a quick we ain't taking no break this <laughs> shit it's the podcast <laughs> it's a podcast getting up off the stool to go it's do a- this shit <laughs> I, you didn't even have to. You didn't have to stop right now. We can like continue talking and after. Oh, okay, it's close, y'all. It's, he just literally had to walk over to the couch, so no problem. Thank you, Anthony. Anytime. Appreciate it. See, no matter if you hear anybody talk about me in these streets, man, I'm not a bad guy, man. See, you know what I'm he saying? went and got my got phone charge. How sweet is that? You know what I'm saying? I didn't let people borrow money. You know what I'm saying? I don't ask for it. Like normally, the way my rule of thumb when you borrow money is if you borrow it, if you ask somebody, hey, can I borrow this? You ain't got it. If a nigga asked to borrow just over $150, he ain't got just it to pay say, back. Just say can give. I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? You got 150 I can have? Because I ain't got it. I ain't got it, man. Which means if you ain't got it, now, you, you probably ain't going to have <laughs> That means you was at negative 150 So when you get paid, you bringing it back to zero, yeah. which means you ain't got you, shit to you give ain't me. Gotta give, you ain't got money to Don't give back. Don't worry about it. Don't worry you about it. You're already in a deficit, You people. know what I'm saying? Trust I just let somebody borrow some money a couple weeks ago, and they was like, I'm going to pay you back. Didn't I just say a couple weeks ago? <laughs> I ain't even heard from that person, but I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't give it. Because this is what uh what what's the line in, in the Drake song is basically like: don't give money that, that you, you don't borrow. Yeah, don't you don't don't it, give out money that you, you need. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Give don't loan money you need, man. I've been there. Man, this tea is amazing. <laughs> I've just gotten to the point where I can drink like, tea. I, I think everyone heard you take that sip because it was just like a guzzle. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn my other phone off. I heard that alert. Hey, man. I'm going to get one more phone. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I was quiet intentionally because I wanted them to hear that. Y'all hear that? Hey, man. I need that tea, tea right man. there. I, I'm, I'm breaking up. That's that Lipton green tea with a hint of ginseng honey. Come on, ginseng. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't like being sick, man. When I know, I'm sick, I, I don't want to have sex. It's a season. It's yeah. a season for sickness. What? My girl was holding on me, and she, I knew where she was going with it. Like I knew she was going to try and do something, and I'm like, not tonight. Don't even try it. As a, when, I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, I you don't have a, a pick. You don't, I, I know. No, it ain't <laughs> when you are on so many meds, you you can be impotent. Like okay. because those meds, it fucks with your body. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was taking some meds. And I was there. You just don't feel like. It. No, you don't. And I looked at my penis. I was like, oh, this nigga is not up for playing. Sorry. Not, it ain't going. Even if you time out, up, man. It's time done. Out. It's done. Have and time. I'm impotent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever seen? You ever seen? What is that movie? Fuck. Have bake with Dave Chappelle. Who? I have baked with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, of course. You remember I love that part? That movie. The dude who was like, "I want to talk to Samson, fly <laughs> to the moon like that bitch Alexander, because <laughs> of his heart being young and gifted." Doctor said, "I need a backy out of it." <laughs> Shut up, bitch! And then to myself, "He's low with my mama." Sheila, Sheila, Sheila called my. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> I love half baked. If you have that not seen movie. everybody, if you're a real Dave Chappelle fan, you would know about oh, half baked before you that know nigga about blew that up. Movie. And I think Neil Brennan helped him write that movie. Oh, that's cool. Dude, you know uh, he's Chappelle coming show. to uh, he's coming to the Music Factory. He's on yeah, the Dallas. But I don't, what, I think I'm, August I'm, I'm, Yeah, but I'm not paying one ninety five. That's the tickets. Man, one ninety-five. If I pay, if I pay, for and they two just added tickets, the second show too, so it's obviously the first one sold out. I'm telling you like this: if I paid for, if I end up buying tickets to go anywhere for five hundred dollars, and it's a date, whether it's my girl or another girl, I need to have sex while I'm at that thing. <laughs> you like I, I need did, a full experience, like right there, right then and there. 
I need to run into Dave Chappelle. 195. I mean, it's Dave Chappelle though. He's dope. And then like you you probably it's like it's like going to see Prince. I need to go to I paid 150 for the Prince tickets and those were like <clears throat> Listen, we were at the very tip tip top of the the American Did you see somebody but when while you were there was it anybody around you while he was singing like couples that was kissing? <clears throat> I just feel like I would pay 150 for a Prince concert because I feel like it's going to be some fucking and touching in the crowd. No, what he is just it? seemed it like a actually, sensual unicorn motherfucker. No, it wasn't any of that. It was, I mean, mind you, I couldn't even see him. He looked like a little dot because we were so high. Yeah. But, see, um, that's unfortunate. I can't do that. Yeah, that's I was, like so mad. I was like literally man. looking at the jumbo screen all night. Like, well, no. we're here. Um, <laughs> I'll wait but for you it, was, it was this chick I remember. I, and literally, <clears> like, mind you guys, this was my daughter's. Gonna be thirteen. Well, she's twelve right now. She's gonna be thirteen. I was pregnant with her mm-hmm. at the time. I was probably like six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember this chick. She had on all purple. And when he went, when he did Purple Rain, mm-hmm. she got in her seat like she was doing a say, like a a seance, mm-hmm. and like she folded her legs and, and she started like a purple magic meditating. And I was like, what the heck? And that that's why you up here with us, ma'am. You know you do dumb <laughs> shit. You know you do dumb shit when you high. I don't know if she was high. She looked real regular. She just looked like time, she was just a, f- a fan that couldn't afford regular tickets. And I literally had just drank Smoothie King, and I was high. And I literally, I knew I was not telepathic, mm-hmm. but I literally put my hands beside the Smoothie King cup, and I was like <laughs> shaking and focusing. Like if I focus my energy hard enough, I can what? move this cup. What were you, oh, you were trying to move it? I was high. Oh gosh! Did and did it work? No, no exactly. I had a headache. Thanks. I was like, "God damn!" I'm like, I'm literally <laughs> hands on both sides of the cup, like, move. If this motherfucker move, nah, it no, didn't sir. move. Not at all. No. When it's you hide, it just time. makes you feel like you could do shit that you just normally can't do. Right, and then, and then when you come back to reality, man, you're like, that's yeah, why that's, that's why heroin and dope fiends <laughs> go right back on it. Man, when they come off, you dreaming of driving I just cars can't, like, and shit. I'm, I'm scared of those type of drugs, man. Like, I just feel nah. like heroin is one of those things where I've always heard that if you take it one time. You will always you chase that high. Yeah, like I'm good. I don't want. I don't want to chase nothing. I don't even see how people try because if I if it's a drug that is known to just have people out in the streets just like because you, most you, people probably think that it's not going to be like yeah, that. He's it. like, I'm good. It ain't gonna happen to me. If and I'm being if I'm being ones. real, I've been one of those dudes where I'm like, I want to try that shit one time. I don't. I now, don't now listen, to now, I've never tried it. You know, granted, but I'm just saying, like, I know my tolerance is high, like with liquor, mm-hmm. weed, and everything else. And I'm like, I just wonder. But this, see, this is the difference. Yeah, between but that's a different tolerance. That's why I'm about to say it's going right into your fucking veins and your bloodstream. And then, and then this is something that you gotta like, like you gotta it. Ejected it. I don't. I'm not gonna give myself a shot. I don't want nothing that's gonna have me walking around with my dick hanging out my underwear. Mm-mm, like I good. saw a nigga like that one time. And like, like talking to, to myself. And, and like to myself. I literally saw a nigga one time walking on the side of the street, and he was like yelling back across the other side. And I'm like, damn, maybe he's looking for somebody. When I looked across the street, it was nobody. nobody. No. Nobody. Like what hallucinations. Say, that's that ooh wee. Uh uh-uh, uh. I'm I good. I want. I don't want that ooh wee. I'm so good. Thank y'all. You keep that over there. Not at all. Don't want none of that. <laughs> No, no. I want to keep my mind. What you Appreciate think about it. Bill O'Reilly? You what? know he ain't at Fox News no more. I know. I'm so fucking, can I have that spot, Fox? <laughs> It'll be like the black Bill O'Reilly. They Why like, did he get fired again? Basically, said he uh, assaulted or sexually harassed. But allegedly, he, but, he, but he did that several times, right? Several like he had times several. That they've said that, and you know, he did something where he was like, "Oh, it's not gonna." When when P, he was like, "I think people are gonna be surprised when the the, when the truth came out." Yeah, when the truth come out, and I'm like. Well, maybe this is what I'll tell about people. Sometimes you don't get caught in the moment of you doing something, but you're getting caught up behind some things that you've done. Mm-hmm. So I know it's been pretty like I just recently cut two friends off. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I cut one of them off because they were a part of this. That's so, and, and, yeah. and, and by the way, you guys, that's normal. <clears throat> yeah. Especially when you are like consistently progressing in your and life. It's not, normal that you have you to have cut, to cut people, people off. off because envy happens. Now, mm-hmm. one friend I had that told me he was like, he told me and now I heard he was envious of me previously. Mm-hmm. But then I was told again by somebody and then he actually came and told me himself. He was like, I used to envy you. And I was like, I appreciate you for being brave enough to say that. Mm-hmm. Now, this is also. I would still like to say he's that's a, such a strong word, man, man. I, I would still like to say he's a good Jesus. friend because I love him like a brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when I think about things, when I recently distanced myself because he was a part of the defamation team, mm-hmm. so I heard. The team. Yeah, the team. team. It was a team. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was a group of people. So when I heard this, I was like, okay, this is cool. Now, when, when I cut him this time, I don't even know if there was so much true of the defamation or if he had anything to say about me or, mm-hmm. you know, people that was associated with me. But I, I cut him for past things. Mm. And when, when sometimes I think people don't understand when you get cut. Sometimes you getting cut now is for stuff you did back in the day. People just finally must up the energy or the gall or the yeah, courage. Yeah, it's just like the, the just straw that brought the camels back. That's, that's like, what you know it what? is. It ain't even worth it. I'm good. And this person that previously, you know, tried to talk to two girls that I had talked to and were supposed to be friends and, you know, as all it, of it, that one extra side, stuff. Yeah. So it's, it was just kind of like, you know what? Yeah. Crap, and it was one of the things where it was like, you know what? It's time for growth. And, and the crazy part about it is I will always love him and I, I love him to this day. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to take yourself out of a situation, even whether it be forever or whether it be for a moment of time. You just you know have, what I'm to, you have to disconnect from that energy because everybody to. that started with you ain't going to go with ain't you gonna go all with the time. Like, they're not going to finish with you. I'm sorry. It's just part of it. But the funny thing about it is I had a home. Boy asked the other day, and he's like, "Why are dudes so jealous and 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 um insecure?" And I was like, "I don't think it's a surprise. I just think that people try to. It's so many dudes saying they're not jealous and they're not insecure, but they're saying that to cover up those jealousies and those insecurities. Right. And like, that's not just men. That's yeah, that's women that's too. What, I mean, well, that's I, humans. I'm just people, speaking just for insecure. men because yeah. men we always act like we have no kind of emotion. Like me, I know I'm very nonchalant. I don't care about. I'm not. I'm not jealous. Mm-hmm. Have I been insecure about things? Yes, mm-hmm. I have. I think everybody. Now, at this moment, I'm not insecure. I think I'm at the height of my confidence and, and everything that I'm doing. Uh, but I've been in that situation. You know, right. I've been insecure because somebody may have something I don't. I've been insecure. Yeah, I have too. But Absolutely. I don't speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't speak on it like, damn, that nigga shouldn't have that. I just be like, damn, I've been doing this for a while or I've done this and it Why ain't happened to don't. me. Yeah, exactly. Why me? Why but, not me? Yeah, but it's no jealousy towards the person who actually has it mm-hmm. because I don't know that person's struggle or that person's journey to mm-hmm. try to dictate why or why not they should have this certain thing. Right, right. And I think that that's just a part of because we've all been insecure yeah. at times. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially. Especially when you are, when you are um, diving into diving into a lane that you're not used to, like mm-hmm. it's, or, or if you've been working so hard at something and you don't feel like it's been paying off yet, yep. like it it creates this insecurity in yourself where it's just like, man, yep. that person over there got it all. This person over here is doing it. Why that hasn't happened to me? Blah blah blah, and like all of these questions. You know what I'm saying? It's crap. just a, it's just. It's natural. We're going to take a quick break, man. I need to blow my fucking nose and you can't hear this <laughs> shit. And, you know. And, um, and finish your tea. It, it sounds like you're at the end of it. I'm getting close. <laughs> I'm getting close. We'll be right back, man. I just pulled up at the college, spent a half a meal like fuck it. Thought he was a real one, but he wasn't, so it's fuck him. I, I just pulled a six and a one liter, I'm like fuck it. If I let your bitch come get me head, then that bitch look it. Oh, what you doing? You need to put like some little music right there. Oh yeah, I am. I'm, I'm gonna edit that shit. I'm gonna leave this on here too. They're gonna be like, damn, this nigga just be leaving everything. So before we left, we was gonna talk about. I don't know if I was telling Esther 
about the black lady who wrote in the essence and she basically I'm paraphrasing this but she talked about marrying a white man she's a black woman african-american woman who's married who married a white man yeah and she said she's offended because he uses racial slurs during sex Mm -hmm. and some of those racial (laughs) slurs to be exact he calls her nigger bitch not nigger bitch nigger bitch with the er with the er at the end and she says he consistently jokes about uh purchasing her freedom wondering if his family owned her family and shit like that. Before she said all that, she was Adam like, line. He's she, line. "Yeah," and she was like, "Well, he he's good to me, and he's treated me better than any black man I mean, has ever is treated he, me." Is he really good to you? I'm sure ain't no a black man ain't physical no woman but no I mean, nigga bitch. First of all, like he he may be good to you, but he's good to you in a master slave type of role. So he's good to you as his nigga bitch. <laughs> exactly as his NB. I'm not gonna say that, bitch. Please, okay, you stupid for staying there. The if first, I, if, if first I'm, of all, man, the uh, the wedding night, the wedding night, and that's what he that's when it when first he happened, said, "Nigga, bitch." That's when, yeah, I that's said, the, that's the first time box. it happened. Take that little straw. Out I would have been like, "We we gonna get this annulled? We still got time. We I'm still not, in that little window, yeah, and then like for, a twelve day window or something, twenty yeah, day window. Yeah, I think it's like a thirty day. Yeah, thirty day window. Yeah, yeah we still in that we'll window, doc. We good. Now, we wrap this all the way up. If any white girl ever sucked my dick and said, "Oh, I love this nigga cock." No, oh no, not nigga, monkey. Monkey cock. I, oh, was, gosh. I was telling somebody the other day. I've watched porn, interracial porn, where a girl was giving head to a black guy, and she's like, "Oh, I love this nigga dick." And I've been like, "Oh shit, I ain't gonna be." Let me I, take I my meat out my hand I and find even. another one. Yeah. How do we Some people are turned on by shit like that. That whole slave thing. Who's turned on by that? The slave master. They got pornos where it's like slave, like slaves getting loose, and the white women of the plantation, like they used to do. And come find them in the like in the shed working, and the white women would have no underwear on, and they would mess, you know, fuck oh the white. Gosh, and I'm like, how too- are you turned on? Why are you turned by on by slave that slave sex? By our history, like, why is that okay? Nah. I'm but, good. And I watched a, it's it's uh, on Netflix now. I think it's called Girls Need It Turned On, and it's it's about the it's a documentary, it's a series of uh, porn stars and porn producers talking about the ins and out of porn, and mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know they said three percent. Of uh, porn watchers purchase porn, three percent. I was like, how the fuck are they still making porn? Because it's so I know I watch the porn I watch is free. X uh, X N X X Pornhub two free. I'm not paying for shit. They got full movies. Somebody paying for it. The three percent is keeping the keeping the whole industry afloat. So that three percent is for that extra shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. They got all that extra shit. That, where that you completely can, exotic stuff where it's just I, I like remember, it's too I, much. I think it was like two years ago. I got on and I made an account. When I was in the height of Strokey Doke, mm-hmm. and I made an account, and and when I got in there, they give you access to contacting people. It's, too much. it's, it's like face. It's pretty much like, it's like Facebook, Facebook for porn. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you're a person who likes, <coughs> excuse me, listeners, if you're a person who likes threesomes or this and that, they have rooms for that. I literally called them 30 minutes later and said, I need my money back. After I researched... You paid for it? Well, I, you know, you do the first initial... Oh, yeah, month, yeah, yeah. But it was in the first 30 minutes of me viewing the whole website, and I was like, nah, I don't need this much access. This too much. I will be cheating and Listen, swinging you will and be, everything First of all, else. you will be sitting here on this couch forever. You will not leave. It's just way too much. I would like, have it's people too consuming. To me. Yeah, I would have people coming you to You know, me. we talked about that yeah. already. Like, it's, it's an addiction. Like, it really is. You can't even... It's a lifestyle inside mm-hmm. of that thing. Like, you have couples, and the thing that's crazy, you, you have couples... 
that shoot videos together, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you shooting videos together? Like, that what kind cool. of? I don't no, shoot no damn video no, with my boo well, on the well, that's what porn I'm shoot, site. Well, that's what I'm saying. Shooting videos together is cool, but not to publish them oh, to right, where it's like right, you right. have your own porn channel. The thing I be thinking is, what kind of job do these people have? Because I know they don't. That is they, probably yeah. That's job. what I'm saying. Because it's a lot of money being made off just doing that. But I'm just like, no, nah, I don't want to share that. But that those the, the websites they get they get money through ads. Yeah, like it's do. it's just like any other website, yeah, yeah. any other website that you go into that's free, whatever. You gonna get paid. They they can pay through ads. Oh, and they know what I like, you know. And and people don't. Understand of course, they know what you that like. When you click on there. They I know mean, more about you probably than. I watch. Yeah, I watch interracial porn. <clears throat> interracial porn and more so oral sex if I'm watching it. Anytime I log on to get in there, the first sheet is like, "Hey, we got this for you." And you be like, "God damn!" Welcome back, Anthony. Yeah. Welcome back, Anthony. <laughs> you got your towel and lubrication. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome back. They got you like on Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, welcome <laughs> back, welcome back. <laughs> they know you by name, boo. Oh shit, that no. is crazy. But I was like, nah. I, 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 but but oh girl, nigga, nigga, dick, nigga, bitch. All nah, man. White people. I can't like. I, I mean, first of all, I don't it. even. I don't even want my man calling me out of my name. No. Period. That's just period. First of all, so. Do you talk during sex? Yeah, absolutely. I talk, but it's more of a. But I don't want him talking. Like, yeah, but like yeah, I don't. Nah, come yeah, on, but... like, I I need I need like sensual talking, not. Yeah, it's the you fun... know. I, I'm. I hear some people talk about the things that they do to their woman, mm-hmm. and I think in my head like I ain't doing no porn shit to my woman. And what I mean by that, like I ain't gonna do no shit and be like nutting her hair and nutting her face. No, I'm not doing that. I feel like if I do that, I don't even respect my woman. Now, right. if she asked me to, right, that's different. But I still ain't trying to like. I feel like it's a respect factor for like, me. Like you sure? But see, that's the thing. I don't get nothing out of stuff like that. Yeah. Like when I see, like when I've seen porn and niggas nothing the girl face, I feel like okay. that's a this movie. This is just too. It's I a need, movie. You in the deep, and I need you to come back. Well, I'm in the twelve feet. <laughs> you in the twelve feet right, right I'm, now. I'm gonna come to the three you and flapping. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna come to the three and stand <laughs> come up. Come back. Okay. I don't want a man standing over a woman in a power position. And and they're they're, and they're disrespecting her. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you know what disrespect mean in the terms of porn and standing over a woman. We know yes, what that means. Disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Check. I don't want that gotcha. disrespect. I don't want that disrespect. <laughs> and I don't want to do that to my woman. Y'all you know I have to saying? reel them in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Somebody else said somebody, I'm not in the twelve feet. Somebody, I'm in the somebody, I'm in the three. I'm in the shallow. Somebody hit me up last week and they was like, "Esther, be reeling your ass back in every time." <laughs> I, I got like, hey, to. I be trying, man. Cause he be I, I out there. I'm talking about deep sea fishing, boo. Do last, you hear me? When I was on the podcast last night with uh, Rachel and him, I got ready to go, and um, one of the guys, he was like, "Hey, man, they want you to tell what podcast you on, cause they talking about you wilding on this thing." <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm blowing it up. It's one I dude. Know, I know you are. There's another guy in there named Anthony who was sitting across from me, and as I was saying things, he would look at me and just be laughing and shaking his head like this nigga here is wild. Like, I mean, <clears throat> no, listen, the reality is. <laughs> Where what do you say? Where filter, where filter becomes, becomes extinct. extinct. He ain't has no, no filter, no, people. I literally had a meeting today. This is in real life. This yeah. is not just behind the mic. This is in real this life. He day. has no filter. That's why filter. I be like, you know, when people be like, "Is this really who this dude is?" <clears throat> it really is. You can't call me on my shit. How you gonna call me on my shit when I'm telling my shit? Yeah, he it's it's real. Now don't call me on my shit if you want me to call you on your shit. Because <laughs> he will call you. Let me pull one of your moves. <laughs> 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 That's what happens. You see, sipping the teas and blowing the nose. It's, it's all up in there. So it's a lot. You just you can't call people on this shit, man. I remember one dude calling me on my shit one time, and he was like, "Yeah, man, you be acting like you just this, this, and that." And I'm thinking, I literally sat back and I'm like, if I literally exposed all of this person's secrets, you would be you no more. Even... 
People can't take it. No. People can't take their hearing their truth. <clears throat> okay, if you had to say three things that you know that are negative about you that you need to work on on any level, what would they be? Let's have a transparency period. Uh, my, like, just regular stuff? Just anything. My time management is terrible, mm-hmm. first of all. I'm, like, I'm always late. That's mm-hmm. such a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know what? I discovered, and it was literally a discovery just because I I was researching it, that I have, like, um, a superiority complex sometimes. And what, like, what do you mean? Like, <clears throat> like sometimes if I'm in... Like what superiority means that you are above, above people. Somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel it, like that sometimes. You don't even seem like the. Kind I of, do. I really do. You know I, what? That's real shit to even say that because I would never. I get know. That from you. It's it's a ba- listen. You got this. But this is this is the reason why I even realized that the reality is check. because I was doing a self reflection. Like and a lot of people don't. What do that. is this? What is that? You know what I'm saying? Like just really like <clears throat> like pinpointing stuff. Yeah. And I was doing some research on it and I was like, oh my gosh. Like mm-hmm. because some people either there are two categories that you fall in, mm-hmm. either the superiority or the inferiority, right? Yeah. And sometimes I'm both. Yeah. Right? And so sometimes like if I'm in a group of people, I feel inferior. Yeah. But sometimes when I'm in a group of other people, depending on who those people are, yeah. sometimes I feel superior. And so I um I that was a realization that I had to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm of course like <laughs> extremely aware of it mm-hmm. now. So I have to check myself at yeah. times um, And so now I'm just being fo- More focused on it's a new one called Interiority so yeah. just the, the internal Interior. Side of it you know what I'm saying That's like Not be, not comparing yourself to anyone not mm-hmm. being Better than anybody else mm-hmm. but being better than yourself Who you are before yeah. um, So that's something that I've Recognized um, that I that I have Or that I lack and uh, A third one um, I don't I want to be a better like relationship person. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm the best. Like, I mean, I'm a good girlfriend, mm-hmm. but I'm not the best girlfriend that I could. What can make you better? Just one thing off the top of your head. Um, listening. Okay. Like, just like not not just hearing, but yeah. listening to understand. I think my thing is um, things I can work on, and this is this is hard for me because. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is hard for me because I think there's a lot of things I need to work on. Mm-hmm. First of all, I do think I need to work on cutting, not cutting people off so quick. Like, I can cut people off like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think I need to be more open on listening to people and how they feel, why, why, listening to why they feel how they feel. Yeah. Because I'm not a weak person, so it's like I think people are weak when they're always being emotional and always showing their emotions. So I'm like, that don't mean they're weak. They're actually strong. Mm-hmm. To be able to talk about their weaknesses and the things right. that they're going through. Right. Um, as far as a, a superior com- uh, complex, I have never had that. Mm-hmm. I've never had the inferior either. I feel like I'm a person who just, I, I do march by the beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I, I, I was going to say learn how to shrink myself, but I'm not a shrink. I'm not going to shrink myself. No, and the reason absolutely I say that, not. I have people that have been envious and jealous of me, and that's what it is. No matter what you think it is, right? It's envious and jealous jealousy when you feel like what somebody has or what somebody's doing makes you feel less than, right? Which is and, the, part and that's of that the inferior, inferior yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. But I never feel like I treat anybody like I'm better. Like, I, yeah, and I don't need. I don't yeah. even think that I treat people like that. But just like when I when I looked mm-hmm. at the definition of it, I'm mm-hmm. like. Yeah, yeah, I have a tendency to feel like that sometimes. Like you know every time saying? somebody come over here and do a podcast, like when it's somebody different, they're like, "Man, this is the dope place." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Appreciate it." 
or, or or they'll not to be funny. Sometimes they make me feel like I'm more than what I am, and I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, bro. I'm, I'm, I, I, I mean, I may not be paycheck to paycheck, right? But I was like, I got my own. Struggles. I ain't got five thousand grand left over after I pay all my bills, right? You know, so I ain't got right. five thousand dollars left over to do that. So I'm like, I, just as is is when you know the price of this place, just know that I'm working hard, just like you, yeah, to, <clears> to live it. wherever you are. That means I got to do my nine to five. That means I got a podcast mm-hmm. and get more listeners to, and get sponsors and mm-hmm. and and do my photography you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and 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 uh do my videography on the side like i'm doing shit mm-hmm. so if you looking at somebody else's life like not to be funny people may look at kevin hart and be like oh that nigga got all his money yeah that nigga stays busy that nigga always he working the hardest working person right that's now just like charlamagne like think life. about charlamagne when i saw charlamagne that friday i had watched that nigga on the breakfast club at five o'clock that morning in new york and halfway through the show he had left and it was like, hey, he's getting on a plane to go to Paul Quinn in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I and not to be funny, I was working myself. Yeah. And after finished working, I finished my shit up early enough, got off early, went to go see him. And now he here. And then in Dallas. and then literally when he left Paul Quinn, he was on his way to LA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's there and people may hate him for being there and coming from what you know, doing it without a degree. But he worked hard. Why would While you were that? in That's school great. four like, years do doing what you did, he was getting fired for those four years learning the game right. to be where I he mean, was he at. was still he was still learning at the school end of the day. School don't do nothing but give you a diploma saying that you passed the curriculum and you are fit to get paid a certain amount. Right. The hustle and grind shows people this person has been through this yeah. and done this so we can bring him in. He may not have a degree, but he can do this while this other person from college got to come in and still learn how to yeah. do this. College teaches and you it's still, book shit. It's still school. You, yeah, it's still street, fucking street school. It's street school or corporate school I, I or time, whatever. It's still people, school. I would rather have street uh, knowledge than book knowledge because street knowledge can teach you book knowledge. Book knowledge can't teach you the streets. Right, and I think, but I think it's important how both actually. I think it is. I like, mean, if you have the, if you have that that solid street knowledge, you want to get the book knowledge because that's really what's going to set you apart from every other street person. But that shit, man, I was I was sitting down with a coworker today. I mean, and mind you, this is someone that just graduated. I mean, what are you talking about? But I was sitting down <laughs> with a coworker today, and she was uh, her daughter called, and her daughter was asking basically pretty much. I didn't hear the whole conversation, but overall, she was asking for some money. Mm-hmm. And I know the woman that I work with, and I know that she pays for her daughter's college, and mm-hmm. she sends her money to eat and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck!" And I said, "Is your daughter appreciative?" And she said, "Yeah, she's appreciative." And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, "If my mama could have did that, she would have did that." But I'm like, imagine being able to walk out of college with no debt. A great thing when she said that she was like all i asked my kids to do i told them after college i mean after high school you got four years where we'll pay for wherever you're going to school at within after our that. means and we'll help you with food and whatever after that we're divorced right you get out of the house you do it <laughs> but i was thinking i wish i had that now my mom would have gave it if she could yeah <clears throat> but she didn't have those means mm-hmm. but i'm thinking to come out and not, I'm still ready. I'm waiting on the um, motherfucking student loans to hit me up next month and say, hey. Listen, because you know they're coming. They're going to be knocking on that door <laughs> like clockwork. They hit me in January. And she's like, uh, yes, this is Mr. Roberts. Yes, this is him. Uh, your bill today is $2,700.13. <clears throat> you got the wrong person. <laughs> that ain't me. My bad. <clears throat> not today. <clears throat> What about that forbearance plan? What that forbearance plan do? I need delay, delay, delay. You know what I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what that mouth Hit me do? in November, What that forbearance do? You hear me? Push that shit back. I need it all the way back. <laughs> Put that all the way on the end of it. She's like, we'll check back in May. I was like, yeah, I'll be in school by the end. When she hit me up in May, I'm going to say, um, what, uh, I'm being Are August. you going back? I was, you know what? <clears throat> <clears throat> shit. People probably going to be like, this nigga, I'm out of tea. <laughs> so the you lady at Syracuse was like, I was trying to get into Syracuse. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> and I had the GPA, mm-hmm. but the, my GPA was 3.4. The average person who had got into that program at Newhouse uh, School of Communication was a 3.6 to 4.2. <clears throat> mm. So I had to write an addendum as to why my GPA wasn't higher. Right. <clears throat> well, I was telling them I'm 30 something. I worked three jobs and I was still going to school. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I said, the last semester, I didn't even study. I just took the test because a lot of that stuff was coming sense to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she was like, well, that's great. She was like, and I think, you know, she's like, they want to accept you. She's like, but they want you to go take the GRE. We know we told you you didn't have to take it, but we mm-hmm. just want to see where you test at. Mm-hmm. The GRE is pretty much like uh, taking the SAT, right, you know, right. whatever. Um, I told her no. You didn't want to take it? No, and I told her, I said, why would I do that when you guys want me? <clears throat> you guys have reached out to me. Mm-hmm. They did a background check because they get extensive with these things mm-hmm. when you're trying to send them everything they kept asking me for, sending it, sending it, sending it. <clears throat> I'm not supposed to take the time out to study to take a GRE. I'm not. And then okay. to be funny, at that time I, I, I was going for I was gonna go for public relations. Mm-hmm. But I was like, public relations is not even really what I want to do. What I was do you just want? trying I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, I was informed by professors and mentors, public relations will probably be good. But I was like, I don't want to do public relations. What I'm doing now is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I have a degree for that. And one thing people don't understand is if you have a degree in communications and marketing, there's so many things that you can do. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. you really don't need a master's in communications or a Ph.D. in marketing at all unless you're going to teach it at a collegiate level, mm-hmm. which I am not. Got you. So, it was so no you're just going to chill with what you got right just now? Chill, man. I started to get certified because my day job is a project manager and auditor. Mm-hmm. But it's no need to do that. I mean, you could get certified through your job. Mm -hmm. So I just, uh, you know, I didn't want to do that. We're going to get ready to wrap this bitch up, man. Um, We got an hour, (laughs) and I feel that cough. It was an hour? Yeah. I need to get some mucinex. That shit just sitting right there in my chest. That mucinex works, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, My girl is normally not here during the week, so if other women want to come through and help out, you know what I'm saying? Don't and, please uh, don't hey, don't just, don't give in to the I'm foolishness. I'm just trying to give okay? the haters some ammunition. Don't give in to the foolishness. Nah, Stop you it. You know what? I like talking like that. You know what I'm saying? Your, your girl is gonna hear all of this before anybody else hears. Man, hear it. she hear it. <laughs> you know she hear it. She hear it, man. For the people who worry about what other people say, don't. When people are talking about you, when you're not talking about count them, count it all joy. How about that? Oh, what would you say? Count it all joy. Count it all joy. That's a church song, right? I mean, it, it's, it's several things. Yes, I'm sure it is a church song, a thousand church songs, and say it's count it all joy. Man, church, I I want to go to church, but you I, should. No, nah, I just don't. Every time I try to go, I sit in there and I'm 30 minutes. I'm ready to go. Well, you did that for Charlemagne the God, so mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really expect the re- the reason you should be- go to a church that's about 45 minutes long. The service, the How whole service. How's that gonna happen? What, I, I don't. It, it can't be no black church. Um, 45 minutes long That's white folks stuff They get out of there Yeah well they don't maybe have You should start visiting service. Some um, nah, Caucasian they, churches They are boring <laughs> Not all of them I ain't never went to I one. mean if, I've been to some services That are like An hour and 15 minutes That's pretty good yeah, An hour and 15 minutes That's pretty good I just don't Churches just don't They don't do it for me no more Yeah Like I believe Like one of the guys On the podcast last night He you know He goes to church And we kind of had a dispute You know It was all in fun But we were talking about church and I was like, I don't feel like you have to go to church. And he was like, why? And I was like, church just ain't for me. And he's like, when the last time you've been to church? I said, 1,913 days. You've been counting. Yeah. And wow. I said, I don't That's play. pretty major. And I said, I don't Why have you been no keeping book. track of that? I just, I mean, I'm pretty sure I went triple that growing up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So for me, I, like I told him, he's like, so why you don't go? I was like, well, I believe in God. And he's like, how do you believe in God? And you don't go to church. I said, God is not church. Well, what is, what are you, what's your definition of church? This is a, a totally like, I don't even know how we got into this, <clears throat> no, but now perfect. that we're here, what church, what, what's your definition of church? I think church is supposed to be a place where you, me to me, church is, should be a place of healing. 
mm-hmm. a place of healing, a place to where you can come and get a word to 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 get on with your day and to be inspired. I, I think mm-hmm. I, when I hear fire and brimstone preaching, I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's like with churches, like where I grew up at, it was more about fire and brimstone. Right. Than Most of these churches else. now is prosperity. It's like, yeah. I don't think they, they, there's a balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it's hard to find a church where there's balance, where they're preaching everything. Now this mm-hmm. is what threw him, what, what threw the guy off. Cause he was talking about God and what God wants. And I said, well, in the Bible, God said, supposedly the things in red, mm-hmm. Jesus is a God. Those are the things he has written or he has said. Right. The other black part is what people, man, disciples, preachers wrote. After saying God spoke to them and gave them a word. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, look at this scenario. Let's, let's think logically. Look at this scenario. Let's just say this was the beginning of the world right now. This is Genesis. Mm-hmm. And T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Bishop Eddie Long, all of these dudes are the disciples. And oh, these Bishop are, Eddie I'm just saying, but, but listen though, because mm-hmm. Moses killed a man and buried him in the sand. Yes, he did. So we're talking, Two, yes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, let's just say this is Genesis. And these guys, we go to church to listen to these men of God, Bishop Copeland, all these guys. What if they wrote the Bible mm-hmm. with all the flaws that we know of them because we're in this world with them, right? But they ain't gonna write a lot of those flaws in the Bible. Well, but, the, and, and the Bible in itself, like it's been rewritten, yeah, reinterpreted so many different ways and different. But the like, Bible allows flaws. It's, it it has flaws. It has the Bible flaws. has flaws in it. It has a lot of things that are missing. It has a lot of things that were exerted. It has a lot of things that, you know, people aren't really clear of the of the interpretation of. And I that, mean, that's yeah. just. But you know what? I think that 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 <clears throat> should spike your interest to study a exactly. little bit more of like what you're actually talking exactly. about. Because a lot of churches, like going back to your point about what church is, I, I agree that that's exactly <laughs> what church is. And and mainly church is, according to <clears throat> scripture, is a place for fellowship. Yes. And that's really where it is. It's a place where you should be able to go and connect with like-minded people. But I don't feel that. For the, exactly. That and that's why, that's why a lot of people don't go to church anymore. It that's why like fashion, I don't go to church like, like that no more. Show. Yeah, when it feels like on, a social <clears throat> social event. It's like being with the Urban League or something. Mm-hmm. Where you going? I, I was at a I was at a brunch Sunday, and I was asking a few people, and I was like, "Hey, have any of y'all been with the Urban League? Because I know the Urban League always sending me this stuff, and I'm not really a group person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I ain't in the fraternities and all right. that shit. Like I like I said, I march by the beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. You are. <laughs> now, when 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 I said that. I, I asked the person about Urban League, and they was like, I don't go to Urban League. You know, they was like, I went to Urban League when I was looking for a man. Mm. And now that I got okay. a man, I'm gone. And I said that because I've heard so many people who are a part of Urban League pretty much be like, it's a hookup spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's where people go because they know it's black professionals, and they go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's kind of how you feel I about church. I got a good friend who's in the Urban League, and she's pretty big deal in the Urban League. But that shit ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... If if we're fixing things and she and, and she's the type of person who is a fixer and I believe her intent in it is good, but like when I if if, if I hear thirty people say it's a hookup place and it's a place where you go to find somebody and most people go just for the get togethers yeah. and the hangout and two people are saying it's a good movement, I got to go with the thirty. Right, I mean the, the thirty majority, outweigh the two. The majority wins. So it's kind of like what what really is going on there? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'd rather be associated and create a name for myself. Like with the reality I think that is, it de- I think that it depends on how why you're going. Yeah. Like if you, I mean, even for you can say that for the Black Chamber of Commerce Hell or whatever. Yeah. Like it just depends on what your intent is yeah. for actually going. Now that doesn't mean that people that are there are not going to be there for a yeah, different for reason. Other reasons, but yeah. yeah, you have to set your own, you know, set your own pace. Like what do you? And that's why but, I do what I do with the reality is, and and like I say, you know. 
we do the backpacks and haircuts. We do the toys for tots. Yeah. Like, these are things that we're doing. And not to be funny, <clears throat> it's friends and family that's working with us to do these things. You mm-hmm. know, like, it, uh, the agenda is not to come hook up. Now, if right. that happens and you find somebody that didn't know nobody and you get together, cool. Yeah. But that's not the agenda of what we do. Not saying that Urban League is what, you know. That's what or, that's or, about. Or that churches yeah, like that. But it's churches. a lot of people that go to church yeah. to get hooked up. Yeah, I mean, it. It, it just is what it is. <laughs> but I think what's most important is for, like, even even your listeners right now, like, if you know of a um, congregation yeah. or a church that is, like, aligned with yeah. what Anthony's looking for, even yeah. what I'm looking for, because yeah. I'm looking for word. Like, I need somebody that is very um precise mm-hmm. when it comes to preaching the word of god because True. and not only that but you have to be educated about it that's why i love my like my bro is yeah. super informed when it comes to scripture right yeah. and so and he doesn't go to church but oh, he's a studier yeah, yeah so but he's so, a yeah. studier of the word right yeah. so if i have questions about biblical anything like we were just talking about the the book of moses it's yeah. interesting that you brought that up because i'm, I'm studying um exodus right now yeah and it's a scripture in there where it talks about after uh, Moses um, had his encounter with God at the burning bush and all of that, yeah. he was on his way to Egypt, um, that God tried to kill him, yeah. that the Lord tried to kill Moses. And I was like, that's so weird. That's like, the kind of shit I want to see, though. Like, like <laughs> I, it, it ain't that I don't believe in God, but I'd yeah. be like, this nigga spoke to people, turned water into wine, uh, uh, turned a staff into a snake. A bush was. If I stand outside and the bush start burning and I hear a nigga talk, I'm going to say, where's the radio and who set the bush on fire? <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, you okay. guys. Who's Where's with the me? joke? Where's Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> like, I ain't gonna be like, nigga, if a bird, if a bush just in this hot degree, in this Texas heat, I'm gonna be like, the heat, the sun, the, the right, sun, and right. hit the street and set the reason. bush on fire. But that's the good thing about, I mean, that's the great thing, actually, about about who God is, because when, even when he's, this is what's so crazy, though, everything that he showed Moses, yeah. everything, <laughs> even after seeing a burning bush, the rod turning into a snake, all of these things, Moses was still like, but Lord, I don't know. But like, this, are catch you this. sure you want to send me? So you know about Aaron Hernandez? Do you know Aaron Hernandez? Yes, yes. He killed mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. Whatever. And so many people was like, "Fuck him. He killed somebody." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. When we talking about the Bible, like we said, Moses killed a man, right, and buried him in the sand. You said possibly two. Yeah, possibly two. And yeah. God still saw fit to use him. Oh my God, to lead sit- his people. So, oh my goodness, if God, this, and, and when when people was really dogging Aaron Hernandez, I was like. This is fucked up, man, because he got a family. Mm-hmm. He got kids. He may have done something wrong, but his family doesn't deserve for his name to be dragged through the mud when they're already dealing with this shit that he's done. Right. But if God can forgive Moses back in that day, why God the fuck forgives can we, everybody. Why I mean, can, as why can't we ask, forgive him? As like, long as you I, ask. I didn't even look at Aaron and then that's when people was like, God rest his soul. No, like, God forbid, nobody feels sorry for him for hanging himself. And I'm like, he was a man. But, he that's, was a but that's human nature, though. See, that's, a, that's what separates us from, and, se- and separate as in the flesh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. separates us from the Spirit of God because God is, is all knowing. Yeah. He is who he is. And even, even in the scripture, when he asked Moses, and Moses was like, Who am I supposed to tell them to send me? Yeah. I am who I am. Yeah. And I am perfect right yeah. but that's different from who we are we are made of flesh we're stupid we're ignorant you know what i'm saying like we're judgmental yeah, we don't yeah. we don't have the same level of forgiveness that he does and it just it, it just is what it is like if someone if someone hurts you intentionally or unintentionally yeah. you may have a hard time forgiving that person yeah. god See, is not like that defam- thankfully he's not like, like even us. this weekend with the defamation of character like the person who did it i've already forgiven him mm-hmm. don't have no hate in my heart would love him to the end of time I just choose not to fuck with him no more. 
Yeah. And I think I have, you know, I reserve that right to do so. Right. You know what I'm saying? Person, if you listen, I know you said you wouldn't listen from 107 to infinity. Oh, you, 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 you goddamn, know he's first, listening to First of all, you're a fucking liar. You know he's listening Second to this episode, all, right? I still love you. I will always It's the first one you. after all of this I, happened. I, I care, yeah, I, I care about you, but you know what? I'm not going to give you enough energy to respond to that bullshit. No ammunition. And I'm they not going to, I'm not going to run out here and tell your business, but just know. We, As a matter of fact, know, I can't fuck we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for bringing, bring, bring. Anthony and his girl even closer, closer together. Thank you for that. Thank discourse. you so much for the for the realization Thank of you. being aware of who's around him, so Thank that he you. knows who to cut off and who not Thank to cut you. off. Thank you for bringing. Hallelujah. Come on here. Mm. Thank you, Eat sir. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate you, man. More than you know, brother. Yeah, man. You yeah. just you just can't you can't worry about that. But I, I mm-hmm. thought about that with Aaron Hernandez, and I was like, people, and these are the same people who are probably going to church. And saying I believe, but it's like in the Bible, oh God, God that's one of the, the Christians are some of the most judgmental people in <laughs> life, and we feel like we have a right to be because we're closer to God, supposedly closer to God than anything else, or because we believe in His Son. And it's like, but it takes it. That's not that doesn't give you a right to judge anybody. I just see God, like I. I want God to shake some people up. Like I want to see Him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I ain't talking about in a spiritual what you form. Ask for it, I, I, if I die today, it is what it is. <laughs> right. That's one thing I try to tell people. Like I am not scared of death. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel not, like, no, not in that way. I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like you're asking to yeah. for God to show Himself to you. Yeah. And when you say those type of statements, He will. But that, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And you know the thing about it, I, I was telling my girl the other day. I was like, I can tell that I am transforming into something and someone else. Mm-hmm. I've done so much shit. For selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. And I know recently I've been interacting with people that I've consistently interacted with over the last couple of years. And yeah. I'm like, I'm changing. Mm-hmm. And I see things changing. And I'm like, you know what? I, I ain't going to be able to do this. That's I, good, I, though. Change I is good. into something else. Man, we're supposed to wrap it up 15 minutes ago. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> Esther, I'm going to try to get Esther back here again yes. soon, man. Esther, tell Anytime. them where they can it's find you. At. Tell them what they got, what you got going. Um, <laughs> eCallowayManagement.com for my website. Uh, you can find me online everywhere. Of course, our podcast is live chat radio. Yep. Um, you can hear us on iTunes everywhere. You can yep. find the reality is. You can go over and subscribe to our channel too. Got it. Uh, also, she does her a lot of her artists perform at Ten Eleven Grill every. Oh Friday yeah, night every Friday night, Friday night live. Um, it's called FNL, and so this weekend actually we have an open mic, so it's a fifty dollar cash prize. So you just reserve your table. You can email us at FNL Dallas at Gmail. Text me when you go because I'm going okay. this Friday. Yay. I didn't go last Friday because I was sick. Right. But text me this Friday and me and Artiz are definitely going to be there. Yeah. Also, if you want to be on The Reality Is, email us at info at therealityis.com or keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.thatherealityis.com. You can follow us on Anchor, Twitter, Facebook um, at The Reality Is. Follow me on my personal pages on Facebook at Anthony Roberts and at Sir Robert Poe on Instagram. And always remember, inhale courage to excel success. And whenever you're mad, just go rub one out. You'll feel a lot better, man. Shit gets better. Is See, that how you end it? Why, you know why what? I had got out of the three we feet. We just got through talking I got, about You know how the kids get out of the three feet? And, and get go up, in the dump. And, get, and run around the pool and <laughs> die back in. I ran around. This I dodged your ass and I jumped right back in the deep end. <laughs> we out this bitch. We'll see y'all next week. Hey, <laughs> Bye, y'all. For like women level-headed and more aggressive that demoralize any more or less man or woman and more or less any man or woman that go against me better know the Lord. Ignore it. Keep it at 450 trucking. Fuck a 450, we 730. It's December now, when they simmer down, we stop burning them. This embarrassing, there's literally no comparison. That's like comparing Yogi Berra and Yogi Ferrell. I'm the coldest poet, they never stop. 
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.